0: Thanks for listening to Vegas Revealed. This show is sponsored by Targeted Tax Relief.
1: I know, tax season is just around the corner. And if taxes stress you out, Targeted Tax Relief can help you out. Go to their website and check them out, TargetedTaxRelief.com. You can even call for a free consultation. It's episode 99, and you better start planning your trip to Vegas for February of 2024. Las Vegas, the Super Bowl is coming. Big news on the big game. Super Bowl 58 will take place at Allegiant Stadium here in Vegas. This means big bucks and a guaranteed good time. More on that huge announcement that we were there for coming up.
0: Plus, MGM Resorts International sells the operations of the Mirage to the Hard Rock International for more than $1 billion. But what does that mean for the famed volcano out front?
1: And you might blow your lid over this one. Plus, a new London-based attraction is coming to the Strip. The Flight Club will bring the game of darts to a whole new level. We've got all the details.
0: And Garth Brooks will celebrate his birthday weekend in Las Vegas. Let's spin that wheel and get started. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's go
2: tonight. Let's go to Vegas. We'll stay up all night.
0: Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 99. Dana Roselli and Sean McAllister here in 2021. And I say that because this is going to be our last podcast of the year. We're going to have a lot of information in here. We're going to go through a bunch of stuff, so buckle in. But we're going to take a couple weeks off.
1: We are. And, and don't worry. Uh, in the meantime, in our, during our break, we will update you on all the New Year's Eve festivities that are going on. But this will be our last full podcast of 2021. And I mean, even though it's the last of this year, it already has us looking well into the future, Dana.
0: It really does. We have so much to talk about, and one of them being the Super Bowl that's coming in 2024. We're going to get to, there's like too much to talk about, so we're going to push that down a little bit, because we've got a bunch of other stuff we want to go through. But yeah, we're looking out, and and we say way into the future, but really two years isn't far away, the way things have been, you know, flying by lately.
1: It seems like it's just around the corner. So yeah, 2024, especially early 2024, February, is going to be here in a flash.
0: But first, we want to get to a bunch of things happening in Las Vegas, new announcements uh, that have to do with shows and different attractions. So let's get right to the big one, and that's Garth Brooks coming back in Las Vegas for his one-man show. Okay, this is different than the big arena show. You remember the one-man show he had over at The Win for a while.
1: Which was so good. It was just Garth Brooks on stage on like an area rug with a stool and his guitar, He wore a hoodie and a baseball cap and just sat there and told stories and sang songs. It was probably one of the best shows that I've seen, Mm concert-wise.
0: I agree, it was a great show. So he's coming back now, and this time he'll be at the Park MGM. It's gonna be in February. It's a two-night-only event, February 4th and 5th, and tickets go on sale December 22nd. So if you wanna see Garth Brooks, He is a hot topic because I've heard, you know, all of probably the last two years that there's like this war to try and get him to land a residency show here. And it's like Caesars is in on an MGM. I don't know. These are all rumors, but like everyone's kind of trying to get him to land somewhere again. But he's going to the park MGM this time for just two nights.
1: Well, and I wonder if this could be kind of a trial run to see how things go and see how he likes the venue. And who knows, maybe these two shows could turn into a longer term engagement down the line. But yeah, as you said, Dana, just two shows for now. Um, Speaking of engagements and and final engagements, Shania Twain is about to end her run at Planet Hollywood, uh, but she's got several dates planned in 2022 so that you can still see her on stage here in Vegas.
0: Yeah, she's still got a bunch of other dates to go, but she announced kind of like the final group of shows, and so you can get tickets for that. There's a limited number of tickets apparently available for the previously announced performances. Those are all in February, but now she's added June, August, and September to the rundown, but those are going to be her final dates at the Zappos Theater.
1: Plenty of chances to see Shania. Also, the Doobie Brothers are coming to uh, Zappo's Theater. They'll do eight performances, and that's coming up in May. And you know, Dana, growing up, there was a guy on the radio, Brother Weeze, right in Rochester. Oh, I loved him. And uh, he always used to say, "They ain't related, but they do be brothers." <laughs> That's, that's always so stuck with me.
0: It's true, and that's <laughs> such a brother Weeze thing. Oh my gosh, he's the best. Yeah, I think he's still on the air in Rochester. I think when he I is. when I go home, I'll check it out. I'm going home in uh, for Christmas. So, um, gosh, brother Weeze is is an icon over <laughs> there. Um, let's talk Wayne Newton, also an icon. He had a bit of a delay to his show that he's kicking up over at the Flamingo, um, but now they have a date. It's January 24th that he's going to start shows over at the Flamingo. So. Don't worry, Wayne is back, and you know Don Cachet
1: <laughs> and over at the Venetian uh, this is Christmas is the seasonal show that's being put on over at the Palazzo theater and Dana, I went and checked it out and it really is such a, a festive show the the staging is beautiful, the costumes are gorgeous the singers on point there's a lot of former American Idol contestants uh, some other performers in the show that we've seen here in Vegas before and they're back up on stage now but just what a holiday delight
0: yeah It seems like it would be really fun. I couldn't make it I was disappointed. I'm going to try my best to get there, but I know you said it's good for the family, too, so it doesn't just have to be the adults. No,
1: there were a lot of families in there, and I have to point out, even at the concession stand, there were holiday-themed drinks and snacks, so they've got it covered all the way around from the second you step foot uh, in the lobby of that theater. You're in the spirit, so this is Christmas over at the Palazzo Theater.
0: And you mentioned the Palazzo Theater. While also coming to the Venetian is this new attraction. It centers around darts and being really social and Mm. food and beverage. I like that. I like all that. It's all good. It's going to be in our tips. We've got a great interview coming up in our tips segment all about this London-based attraction that's coming to the Grand Canal Shop. So you don't want to miss that. We're going to tell you about another attraction that's already open And it has to do with, well, I'll just say it, karaoke. And it's over at Resorts World. That's coming up in our tips as well.
1: See, Dana wasn't lying. There is a ton to get to. Also, uh, we have some big gaming moves that are happening on the Strip right now. And uh, some of them are probably going to disappoint you a little bit. There's a Mm -hmm. mainstay on the Las Vegas Strip that's, well, it's going away, more than likely. (laughs) It's Not
0: staying? No, not going to (laughs) stay.
1: It's no longer a mainstay. Um, We'll get into that in a minute. But first, we want to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor, Targeted Tax Relief. Now, we know that tax time can be super stressful, especially if you owe a lot of money to the IRS. That can just hang over your head and, and be like a weight on your shoulders.
0: Right. There's tax time and then there's kind of like all year something haunting you. And if it is, you want to call Tracy. We use Tracy for our taxes, for our business and also personal. She's one of our favorite people. She has started Targeted Tax Relief and she's giving out free consultations for anyone that feels stressed out and thinks that maybe she can help you. She can negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Okay, write this number down. It's 888 843 four one one three or you can go to targetedtaxrelief.com look around there's lots of information you can learn about Tracy you can learn about what she does if you need tax help definitely check out targeted tax relief and you know
1: Dana this is something that I don't really talk about ever but there was a period in my life when I was in really bad financial shape. I owed, I had a lot of debt, and the phone calls never stopped. I was always getting the letters from debt collectors. And, you know, I had to slowly figure that out on my own. But if you owe money to the IRS, you're getting those same calls. You're getting those letters. I know how it feels. It can be a lot. But Tracy and her team at Targeted Tax Relief, they are your advocates. They can be the ones who kind of call off the dogs. They deal with the IRS. They can make those letters and phone calls stop. It's like having someone on your side is a huge relief. And that's what targeted tax relief does. They provide relief.
0: Yeah. And when we talked to Tracy, we said, what do you love about doing this? You know, because you and I are like, who wants to do all these numbers and taxes? But she said, I love seeing the relief on people's faces when I tell them you're all set we've worked it out and she loves that part of it. So 888-843-4113 or go to targetedtaxrelief.com.
1: All right, so we said that we had some big gaming news happening uh, on the strip and really just off the strip too. Uh we'll start with the Palms. The Palms is, you know, the iconic resort that became famous on the real world on MTV and Then it was just a celebrity playground and hotspot. Well, it hasn't reopened since it was shut down from the pandemic.
0: Yeah, and it's it's a big miss. I miss it.
1: So do I. It was a great spot. Had just undergone a multi-million dollar, like $30 million renovation from Mm -hmm. top to bottom, Um, and then had to close down. Now it's got new operators coming in.
0: Yeah, apparently it's all been approved, and they're set to close the transaction. And become the owners of the Palm Casino Resort with plans to reopen next year in the spring. And so that'll be here before you know it. And like you were saying, I mean, listen, it's great for San Manuel Gaming because it's literally turnkey. Don't you feel like that? Because oh, they it, just had the redo?
1: Yes. I mean, all you have to do is put new signs up over the restaurants. And, I mean, everything else is there. It, it, and it's beautiful. It's it really a gorgeous is. property. So... It'll be great to be able to get back inside the Palms because that is a property that, uh, you know, people have loved over the years.
0: Right. And so and when I say the transaction and all that, um, it's basically they received approval from the Nevada Gaming Commission as licensees for that property. So if you want to get all technical, that's what it's about. So that's always a huge step, you know, and then you're you're ready to go.
1: Well, and, you know, you can't announce opening dates until... You know, the the state gaming board gives you that approval. So now that that approval has gone through, we do have the spring opening date, the target date. So we've got that target. We've got an mm-hmm. opening to look forward to yeah. coming up early in 2022. So congratulations, San Manuel Gaming and the Palms. We can't wait to have you back.
0: I know. And if you're looking for a job in Las Vegas, check out their website because they are looking to fill... <laughs> Well, every position almost, right?
1: (laughs) It's empty right now, so so. lots of jobs out there.
0: And I know some people at the Mirage might be saying, eh, I don't know if I want to stay here or not. Maybe they're going to go over there. I don't know, but when I say that because... The Mirage deal finally went through too. MGM's CEO Bill Hornbuckle announced they've reached an agreement with the Hard Rock International to sell the property operations to them. Forget this 1.075 $1. oh billion dollars.
1: Jeez, yeah. When tr- you're talking that money, that 0. 0.075 means a lot.
0: It really does. <laughs> I know. I saw some people round up to 0. 0.08.
1: Yeah, so rounding or not, it's a ton of money. Uh, the Hard Rock should take ownership and management of the Mirage in the second half of next year.
0: Yeah, and apparently they're going to lease the Mirage name royalty-free for three years, so there won't be a name change, or, well, they don't have to change it, I guess, for three years. Maybe it'll come in a couple. We aren't sure. But I know uh, I've seen some kind of rendered images of them wanting to build, like, a tower in addition to what they already have there and make it, like, a huge guitar
1: Right, just like the one that they have at their uh, property down in Florida. They have a giant hotel that's shaped like a guitar, a big glass guitar, and that's what they're looking to build uh, reportedly right there in front of the Mirage. However, that means that the famed volcano is going to need to be demolished to make way for this big guitar structure, Dana.
0: I know, and, you know, I assume everyone knows the volcano is there, but if you don't, it's a volcano that erupts every now and then. It's right in front of the Mirage as you're walking along the Strip. And a lot of people are saying, well, then that's going to have to go. And also, apparently, I was reading in Bloomberg that they admitted it's going to have to go and that they're going to do this whole redo. Uh,
1: That's a gut punch because that volcano was, I mean, kind of, one of the first big free attractions on the Las Vegas Strip, when you think about it, the Mirage ushered in the era of the mega resorts on the Strip, and the volcano that came along with it was a big free attraction. And then, of course, you know, the Bellagio fountains came, and there's the pirate ships at Treasure Island. There and those were a bunch are of. And those are gone too. Yeah. They're, well, they're still there, but. N- not really. Yeah, they're kind of oh. like docked. In in image only.
0: <laughs> but yeah, apparently the Hard Rock International uh, CEO, Jim Allen, said they're doing a massive redo and the volcano is going to have to be torn down as part of the remodeling. I don't know how I feel about it. I was looking at the guitar there in the kind of skyline and I was like, I don't know, is it cheesy? But I guess, I don't want to say Las Vegas is cheesy, but it's, you know not typical, the way we have all the, the lit up property. But I don't know. I don't know if I want the guitar there or not. I'm undecided.
1: I know. I, the guitar, that's up for debate. I'm with <laughs> you on that. However, the one thing I am excited for is to have a hard rock casino back in Las Vegas. That's true. Because that really did feel like a part of Las Vegas was missing when the hard rock that was down off the strip on, you know, Paradise and Harmon, when that closed down, it felt like a piece of Vegas kind of went away. So having that brand back is going to be great.
0: I know. And you and I had always heard kind of a rumor that like, well, they didn't really give up their gaming licensing here just yet. So we knew we had a feeling that somebody... Or that the Hard Rock, I was going to say, was going to take over some property. We kind of had chatted and thought it was going to be the Palms. Yep. But then now we find out it's the Mirage. So really interesting anyway.
1: Yeah. So it'll be the first time that a Hard Rock Casino is actually on the Las Vegas Strip. The Hard Rock Cafe has been there for years now. Um, but yeah, Hard Rock Casino coming back to the Las Vegas Strip. Exciting news.
0: And listen, I've said on past podcasts, I think the Mirage does need a redo, that's for sure. (laughs) Kind of feels a little dated in there, so I'll be happy to see that.
1: And I think everybody is going to be happy about this big football news that we just got this week. Las Vegas, the Super Bowl is coming. That is Las Vegas Raiders owner Mark Davis sharing his excitement that Las Vegas is now getting... The Super Bowl.
0: I mean, I don't even know where to start with this because it's so huge. It's like the largest and biggest event in the entire country right and we're gonna get it here in Las Vegas and apparently this was the plan all along you and I went to the huge announcement that was over at Allegiant Stadium we kind of knew what was going on but we couldn't officially confirm until the owners meeting was done and they all voted and that took place in Dallas
1: and it was great I love the fact that it was a unanimous vote Mm -hmm. every single team owner in the NFL agreed that Las Vegas should be the home of Super Bowl 58 coming up in February 2024 and you know that means that in from now which is the beginning of 2022 to the beginning of 2024 there's a lot to get done before then
0: there is and i just want to say a couple of negative comments i got on my facebook i want to address some of them because i mean i feel like this is only positive Right? I mean, sure, there are negative things that come along with anything that takes place in this, you know, size, this magnitude. Right. But people are already saying, like, what about the parking? And it's like, well, it's the Super Bowl. So if you plan to park your car in the parking lot and you don't plan ahead, then that's on you. Like you were saying we have you know, parking lots in casinos that have, you know, buses going back and forth. We have uh properties that'll be I'm sure having different kinds of events that you can take some time and walk over to the Super Bowl. There are going to be enough options.
1: Well, if you think that Las Vegas isn't going to think of a transportation plan, like, you're on another planet. (laughs) That is part of a Super Bowl plan in any city, is to have transportation built in for fans who have come here for it. And also, unless... The Las Vegas Raiders are one of the teams playing in the Super Bowl. There's going to be visitors coming in from other cities. So it's highly unlikely that everybody is going to be driving in to begin with. Right. Sure, some locals are going to want to get tickets, sure, sure.
0: but come on. Yeah. Parking
1: is not the biggest issue to figure out at this point.
0: Exactly. So, I mean, you know, yeah, I agree. And I think a lot of locals will want to go because of the Super Bowl taking place in Las Vegas. I mean, listen, I want to go. <laughs> I'm already thinking, like, what can I do to work there, right? Who needs yes. volunteers and all that kind of thing? I think everyone's thinking about that. They're gonna stamp hands. Yeah, Exactly. They're going <laughs> to be filling a lot of jobs for that. So um, be thinking about that. We'll keep everyone updated. But, yeah, that was one of the comments that I got. And then another comment I got was, like, I hope it doesn't bring in the same Crowd is when we had the NBA All Star game. And I that was like, back
1: in 2007.
0: Yeah. I feel like I don't, I feel like this is different. This is the Super Bowl. I don't know. Am I wrong? I, I mean, uh, I feel like people from all over the country are going to come, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't correlate those two together, I guess.
1: Yeah. I think I do not see any issue with Las Vegas hosting. The Super Bowl. Either I way. mean, we are so well equipped to welcome guests for an event of this size that I think it's going to be fantastic. And it's, money wise, it's mm. going to be incredible for the city.
0: Yeah. I mean, they were saying, you know, we're going to at least take in at least 500 million, so half a billion. Then there's like another 70 million in different kinds of
1: room taxes, room taxes,
0: and things like that that we could potentially make. I mean, And everyone's going, oh, yeah, it'll just be like a two-day thing, and then it's gone. I'm like, yeah, but two days of $500 million. I mean, we're going to make a lot of money. Every city that has a Super Bowl takes in a lot. It's a huge economic impact.
1: And it's going to be, I mean, a week of events and concerts and parties. And it's not just that weekend. It's a whole run-up to the weekend and there's going to be press days and there's going to be media outlet in addition to fans there's going to be media outlets from all over the world that are going to be coming here to cover the super bowl and of course all those media people need places to stay they need to go to eat they need to go out and use transportation so every aspect of the super bowl is going to be a money generator Mm -hmm. for las vegas
0: And it's going to be one big party. Nobody puts on a party like Las Vegas. And I was thinking, you know, we talked to the governor after the press conference. I had so many questions for him. But I was thinking um, as I was just kind of listening to him speak, I'm thinking, I mean, cities all over the country have had the Super Bowl before, but nothing is going to compare to Las Vegas. I mean, it's just going to be so much fun because we are so unique. We're unique already. And then add in, you know, now we're going to have this this huge, the biggest football game, you know, in the entire world happening in our city. It's just going to be a blast. So uh, one of the things pointed out was, hey, we got two years to prepare for this, right?
1: Yeah. And Dana, since we were there at this big announcement for Super Bowl 58, we asked the governor, are we going to be able to pull something like this off in such a short period of time?
0: Talk about the quick turnaround. Two years you've got to get ready for this, and I know you were pointing out that it is pretty
2: quick. It, yeah, it's it's real quick, but they've got a tremendous host committee that's put together to handle this. Uh, that, along with the LDCVA and the NFL, are going to make it happen. I'm confident we'll be ready. If anybody can put on a big event, it's Las Vegas. I think we all know that. Uh, the draft is coming this year. The Pro Bowl is coming this year. They host Raider games on a regular basis, but that... The Super Bowl is a whole nother level. It's a whole other uh, level, and there's only one of them every year, and what an honor it is to be able to host one of those games, and, and I'm ecstatic for this happening. And uh, The Raiders kept pushing forward. i got to give them an awful lot of credit this entire time. They never stopped. They kept pushing forward, hoping that this day would come, and it's finally going to be here in February of 24. It's, it's going to be a great day, and leading up to that is going to be a great day. They, uh, early on when they started the construction, they gave me this little bitty countdown clock that I kept. I counted down from I don't know how many hundreds of days when I count on the clock and when it finally went to zero and they finished the stadium. Now to think that all these events that have happened inside of the stadium, it's just an absolute dream come true. It's something we could not have imagined would really happen. There were a lot of people said you'd never make it happen. I remember meeting with the Commissioner Goodell and I'm saying, I don't know if you can support a team. And I, we had some good conversations and good discussions. But Las Vegas, Nevada is a sports town. The fans here love their sports. And I'm thrilled that they're, they're going to be here for the Super Bowl. So there you go. Our governor says, no doubt,
1: Las Vegas will be ready. And, uh, you know, two big events that we have to, to help us prepare for that. As you heard, uh, Las Vegas will be hosting the NFL Pro Bowl in addition to the NFL draft and that's all uh, coming up this next year in 2022.
0: I know and you know the slogan lately being tossed around is we're a sports town now I mean you know we started with the Golden Knights and many other teams came after that Uh, we've got the WNBA team we've got soccer and now obviously an NFL team and everyone said no it's not gonna happen you guys will never be a sports town but hey we're getting the Super Bowl.
1: Well, and how funny is it? Do you remember just a a few years ago, probably not even five years ago, there was a big uproar about the fact that Las Vegas could not even put commercials into the Super Bowl. Like Las Vegas as a destination, Mm -hmm. as a city, was not allowed to buy commercial time during the Super Bowl because we're a gambling town right. and how quickly the tide has turned
0: and then I think there was also like if there was a commercial you couldn't show one single casino shot in it at all or something like that. But, yeah, I mean, it's crazy how things have, have changed. And, I mean, what fun this is going to be. And then, you know, I just like to com- I like to comment on people's comments. But some of the other negative comments, like, oh, I'm going to take off work. I don't want to be a part of any of this. And I'm thinking, I guess I'm just such the opposite. I do. I want to be a part of everything big and iconic that happens in Las yes. Vegas. Yes. That's why I moved here and I never left.
2: <laughs> this
1: is witnessing history firsthand. Yeah. If you're coming in for the Super Bowl or if you live in Las Vegas, why would you not want to witness something like this? I
0: don't know. Like you said. It's cool. I just want to be a greeter. Yeah.
1: Hey.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Super Bowl. I'll stand at
1: baggage claim at the airport. <laughs> And welcome, people. I don't care.
0: <laughs> well, no, then you won't see the game. You well, need do- that's true. <laughs> you need to get to that the game. That is true. Well, it's okay if you're there ahead of time, and then maybe you get a ticket to the game because you worked at the airport.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, one other quick mention, Dana. I, I also saw that I believe it's Station Casinos that is already offering some prop bets. Mm for super bowl 58 in 2024 Mm -hmm. so if you're really chomping at the bit to lay some money down on the game you are able to do it here in las vegas
0: then of course there are the jokes sean i saw someone reply to somebody and say well at least there won't be a home team advantage (laughs) basically saying the raiders will never get to the super bowl which you know what i have faith We may turn around and kill it and be in the Super Bowl in 2024. I don't know.
1: Well, Mark Davis, the owner of the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, during the the news conference to announce the Super Bowl, uh, Governor Steve Sisolak said that Mark Davis promised him not only that a Super Bowl would be held here in Las Vegas, but the Raiders would be playing in a Super Mm. Bowl held in Las Vegas. So. We've got a couple years to to turn things around, and we do. I guess we don't have a couple years for the football schedule wise. Right, it's a little more truncated than well, that. But.
0: listen, we've been working a lot with the Raiders and doing some stuff, and there's just it's a great organization great people that work for them we've met some of the top players and they they're good people and they're happy to be here and listen we're in the adjustment period they're at a brand new stadium I think I think next year's our year I just feel it
1: everybody's gonna feel at home (laughs) Las Vegas will be their city I I agree I agree I think it's possible
0: Another hot topic, who's going to do the halftime show? People are going, please let it be the Killers. Please let it be the Killers. That'd be cool.
1: What if it was Killers and Imagine Dragons? That'd be
0: great. I think it'd be great, right?
1: Two Las Vegas-born bands.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that, like you said, there's going to be parties all week long, so there's going to be opportunity for all sorts of top-notch talent and maybe local talent as well to be a part of all this stuff.
1: And you know Brendan Urie from Panic! at the Disco is from Las Vegas as well. So what if it was the Killers, Imagine Dragons, Panic! at the Disco? That would be insane. And if Brendan Urie uh, had Taylor Swift
0: Mm -hmm. come
1: join him for their big song. I
0: love their song. I was just listening to it the other day.
1: I don't know. The The possibilities are endless, really. Um, and actually, Dana, sitting here in our, our studio, you have a Killers poster hanging right behind you.
0: I do. And I'm also pulling up all the Taylor Swift songs I downloaded <laughs> to find the name of the one that we were just talking about. Because sometimes you don't know the name of the song. You just kind of know how it goes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there ain't no I in team, Yep. but you know there is a me.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yes, I do have a Killers poster above me. I was just listening to the Killers the other day, too, while I was driving, and I was thinking, gosh, they're just so good. They are. You know, they really are. So anyway, that's a whole nother topic that we'll get into another time. <laughs> but um, And then, hey, how about me getting recognized by the gov because of all my tweets?
1: Okay. <laughs> So listen to this. As we are wrapping up the the little interview with the governor of Nevada, uh, he's walking away from the reporters, and Dana's standing right there, and he looks over and he says, hey, it's so good to see you. I see everything you do on Twitter.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Obviously, I've known Steve Sisolak for a long time, you know, because he was on the Clark County Commission and all that kind of thing. But I hadn't seen him in a while because – you and I, because we're not, you know, working in, you know, for the local media anymore where we actually go out to things and have to go to press conferences and stuff as often as we used to. We don't see people face to face. Right. Yeah. So he was like, hey, how are hey, you? Hey, how's and then it going? It was kind of like he was like, you know, I'm glad you're still, you know, out there because I see you all the time on Twitter. And I was like, did I just get Twitter recognized? You did. The gov? Yeah. <laughs> That makes me feel good because I spend a lot of time on Twitter, and now I feel like, all right, at least people are seeing the tweets.
1: Hey, I guess if the governor notices, then you're (laughs) doing something right. I'm
0: Twitter famous. (laughs) (laughs) It was a fun day. We'll get into tickets and all that stuff in another podcast because there's so much to talk about leading up to the Super Bowl, which will be February 11th, 2024.
1: Ready for some tips? Let's do it. So our tips this week are very attraction based, and there's one attraction that's uh, opening in the early part of 2022 that really caught our eye. Because Dana, do you remember a few years ago when Top Golf uh, was first announced and then opened here in Las Vegas? Where you're like, "Oh, a giant driving range! Like, what's what's this gonna do?"
0: Yeah, it was like I was like, "Is this miniature golf? What is it?" But I don't even think it was a few years ago. I think it's gosh, was that like? five years ago now or maybe more? Has it been? I think so because I remember I was working at Channel 13 at the beginning so it was like 2015, 2016 so what are we in? Yeah, something like that. Oh
1: my gosh, so it's like creeping up on a decade. It
0: is, but that's the thing is, you know, we didn't, know what that was about and then look it's still there and you cannot get a reservation in that place no. unless you make it way ahead so it's it's booming and it's popular and it's so much fun
1: and so we think that this new attraction has that same uh, potential to really have a huge following and become really popular um it's a london based uh, attraction it's called flight club not fight club like the Brad Pitt movie mm-hmm. flight club and that's because it is an attraction based all around darts.
0: Yeah. And 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 apparently food and cocktails too. They're calling it like entertainment. It's an mm. entertainment concept is what they call it. So, I think there's a lot going on there that people are going to enjoy when it comes to going someplace and kind of doing something different. Yeah, you and I said we got to get an interview on this. And so we dialed up State of Play Hospitality President Alan Chihan. He was in Chicago. We got him on the line and we talked to him all about what the Flight Club is.
1: Alan, thank you so much for joining us.
3: Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to uh, give Flight Club exposure to the Las Vegas market. We're well on our way to getting going in Las Vegas.
1: So you're looking at a spring 2022 opening. So this is something to look forward to. In the new year, and Alan, I have to say, back in my college days, which was a few years ago now, I used to be able to run a dartboard. I was really good. <laughs> but how is Flight Club going to be different from yeah. those dive bars where I was shooting darts back in the day? We we
3: are definitely not a dive bar, so there there's first thing. Um, I, I you know it's different in a whole bunch of ways. First of all, um, we are we are. Uh, the technology involved in actually scoring the dart game is completely different from what you're used to. So we've taken um, traditional rifts, like if you if you played darts, you know, 501, 301, those type of games. We've simplified those a little bit. Our version of that is called demolition. So, and it's based off a score from 180. Same principles of the game. You're throwing darts, you're hitting, you're hitting the targets. But what's fantastic about our technology is that we actually track the flight of the dart and it pinpoints where it lands on the board within 0.001 millimeters and then automatically does all the scoring for you. So none of that sloppy chalk or I forgot what what I threw last game. Um, Each player throws three darts each time they're up. And then uh, each game is designed to play in about five to ten minutes, depending on the group size that we have. And then on top of that, we overlay a fantastic food and beverage offering with what we have. So we're doing um, all food that kind of fits in with the ability to do an activity. So a lot of handhelds, but at a really, really highly executed manner. We have a phenomenal cocktail list. And then, uh, of course, a full bar attached to this. So uh, I guess you would have to say a a more sophisticated uh, grown up than the dive bar that you're used to. In in your college states,
0: <laughs> so that's why they call it social darts, right?
3: Yeah, that's correct. I mean, the the reason we call it social darts is because the activity itself is really designed to get people to socialize in the environment they're in. And one of the great, I, I think, one of the great uh, testaments to what we do in our brand, when you walk into our venues, you'll see very few people on their cell phones which is extremely unique for this day and age. Even when people are going out to eat, they're texting, they're Instagramming, we tend to captivate people and reconnect them in a way that is really social, um, that is uh, becoming more and more rare, I think, in this world. And so there's some really good upside to what we do from from a socialization standpoint. And it's really rewarding that we've obviously built a concept that keeps people engaged at a level where they can actually, for a few hours at least, put their cell phone down for a bit.
1: And right now, I mean, that's what all of this technology has been doing is kind of, even though it's kept us connected, it's really created a disconnect when you're having that person-to-person experience. Um, But the darts that I have been used to, like I've been, I've played in games of, I don't know, probably up to six people or so. You can have hundreds of people involved. How is that possible? Yeah, so... So one,
3: one thing, so the, the areas that you play darts in, um, are called hockeys. Uh, it's think of it like hockey without the H and those are all little semi-private areas. Um, those we will book up to 20 people into those, but 12 people can be playing at a time. So we do six at singles after a group of six, you start doubling up and you have teammates. So you alternate turns. So that's part of the socialization process you throw and then your teammate's going to throw the next time and so in the meantime the group is always circulating while you're playing. Then what we can do if you're a much larger group into the hundreds, we we have multiple formats of tournaments where we can link the ockies together and we can get up to 400 people playing simultaneously against each other that ultimately ends up in the top 6 as you whittle down the field, the top six end up playing each other and it becomes quite the event, especially in a large social group. If you brought a company of a hundred people in and they're down to six, it becomes, everyone kind of gathers around and starts to watch that finale. And then we give out nice little um, medals and rewards for anyone that ends up winning the tournament, so to speak. And with that, in order to facilitate that, we have uh, someone that uh, also facilitates the gameplay are usually entertainers or comedians or actors that help uh, keep the group lively and uh, keep the group moving and also keep the group entertained because when there's some downtime, you want to know what's going on with the other groups. So it's a really neat way for us to be able to really take a group from as small as six all the way up to hundreds of people together and allow them to play the same game in the same format. That's cool, And
0: I know, I mean, this is based in London, but there are other locations. This is going to be your biggest location. And, you know, Ve- Vegas is usually known in the past for gambling, and then it was more shows and entertainment, and it kind of yep. fluctuates, but there seems like it, more than ever, people are looking for, you know, attractions and ways to get together and do things. So you must think that this is obviously something that Vegas needs, something that's going to do well here, right?
3: Yes. Yeah, we, we're, we're really thrilled about the Vegas market, because I think what we bring to the table is something that's kind of unique. Um, I, I can only think of one other concept currently in the market that does uh, does what we do. The great part about what we do is that you don't have to be very good at it to, to, to have a good time. And um, we think that there's, you know, there's only so many steakhouses, uh, shows, and nightclubs that you can hit, especially if you're in town socially or if you're in town entertaining clients. We hit both of those markets, or if you're just looking for something to do that's unique that you may not get to find um, where you're from, this is an opportunity to do something that's really unique, fun, and exciting. So we think we hit all the all the potential markets in Vegas really well, um, and we're really really positive about the outlook of of where things have headed in the in the post-COVID environment in the Vegas market.
1: And help us visualize, when we when we walk into Flight Club over at the Grand Canal shops at the Venetian, Yeah, what are we going to see? What are our senses going to be pinging off of? You know, we, I, I will say, I, I don't want to give away too much, because we're
3: really doing some really unique things with the Las Vegas location, given where it's at, given the size, of it, given the market, that you really have to do some amazing things to be recognized in the market. I don't want to give too much away. Um, we traditionally say we combine, and this is going to sound like maybe like an odd mixture, um, uh, Victoria fairgrounds. So we don't want to use the word circus because we don't think elephants and things like that, but think <laughs> Victoria fairground combined with uh, with British pub, but in a really unique, fun way. Um, so you'll be engaged, you know, from, from, A a decor sense, you'll be engaged from in in uh, in a path of discovery. So we've made little zones throughout the entire space. So each time you come in, you'll have a different potentially a different experience than you had the last time you're in. And uh, we really believe that we've uh, and there's going to be a a centerpiece bar. I don't want to say what it is, but it is going to be it is going to be quite spectacular when you walk in. And we've put a lot of time, energy, and effort into designing and thinking through this space. So we're, we're, we're super excited.
0: Alan, thank you so much for spending some time with us. We love when new things come to Las Vegas.
3: We're looking forward to really blending into the Vegas market and making Flight Club a, a unique part of the marketplace for not only the, lo- the, the locals, but also for all guests joining the market. So I'm um, really excited, and thank you so much for the time.
1: You got it. Thanks so much, Alan. So that'll be coming this spring to the Grand Canal shops over at the Venetian and Palazzo.
0: Let's move over to Resorts World now. They have a pretty cool thing going on over there that we haven't talked about yet. And it takes place inside Zook Group's social gaming bar called Red Tail. Something that's always been popular is karaoke, right? But a lot of places are kind of taking karaoke to the next level now. There are a couple spots around town, but this is really unique over at Redtail. They have launched three unique karaoke rooms, okay? And you can sing, you can dance the night away. It's got 44,000 songs to choose from. And apparently, it's a perfect spot to have some fun with friends and all that thing. I haven't done it yet. I've gone to a karaoke room that's similar, and we had so much fun because sometimes people are kind of reluctant to do it at first, but then everyone kind of opens up, and once you get into it, it's super fun. So I wanted to mention that Resorts World has this place at Red Tail as another option for people to go and have some fun with a group.
1: Yeah, and two of these karaoke rooms hold 6 to 10 people, and the other room holds 10 to 15. But what's cool is if you have a bigger party... Is that there's the ability to open all the rooms up into one big karaoke room that can house up to 30 people.
0: How fun! So you could have
1: a big karaoke party if you're looking for, like, a a corporate get-together or an office party or maybe
0: a big birthday party. It's perfect for that. And they have, you know, food and beverage there, too, so basically anything you want for kind of a night out and you and I meant to get there before the holiday but we've been so busy with work stuff we will eventually get to Redtail but um, we did see some pictures and I've walked by the actual venue before and it's just it's gorgeous I think it would be a great time for people if they're looking for something different to do
1: so we've got darts and karaoke I love it
0: yes that's a night out right there right that is a night out (laughs) or a weekend out
1: or Or a weekend, I think each one could turn into its own night,
0: yeah, now that I'm older, I can only do one thing at a time. Oh. <laughs> I used to be able to like keep hopping around, not anymore
1: i I look at my week my my week on the calendar, and I'm like, oh man, there's two things going on this week. I don't know if I can deal with this.
0: I know it's stressful, but you know once we get there, we love it so much, it's and true. I would always say like that was so much fun last night, and we have a great time. sometimes it just takes a little oomph because you know we're all trying to you know, keep up with the busyness of what's going on here in Las Vegas. We're so grateful, so thankful to keep busy, but we're not used to it.
1: And let me tell you, I was just talking about this with my husband the other night um, after the big Super Bowl announcement. I don't think that we have even seen Las Vegas as a city firing on all cylinders Mm -hmm. yet. And I'm not even talking post-pandemic. I'm talking Ever Right. We have the Super Bowl coming. We have a caliber of entertainment in this city happening now that we have not seen before. I mean, when we have Celine Dion will likely be coming back in 2022. We have Katy Perry. We have Carrie Underwood. We have Adele coming. We have John Legend. We've got like the best entertainers at the tops of their game. Right now, in addition to world-class sporting events, I think Las Vegas is about to get massive.
0: Yeah, and I love all that. I do. But I must say, I am missing some of the smaller things that are, you know, more in price point for living here. And I, what agree. I mean is, I agree. You know, sometimes we want to hit something up a couple times a week, a few times a week, or we've got people in town and we can't always hit the huge, huge thing. I love all of it. I just want all of it. But I am missing, I was talking with a couple entertainers, I'm not going to say names, that had, you know, medium-sized shows recently, and they're bummed. You know, they're missing that. And, and they are finding places off the Strip or downtown to perform, but they're missing, you know, being a part of the Strip Entertainment. And I think for people that come here and stay for a long period of time like you know 7 days or whatever you may want to do a couple of the big big shows and it's awesome but you want some things to do in between too that are very Vegasy
1: and now that you say that I'm immediately thinking back to I forget the name of the lounge but it was at the Bellagio and it's where uh Mayfair Supper Club is now it used to be um, like a a bar facing the casino, oh yeah, with hide. Some bar top,, uh, even before Hyde. Oh, it was just in it was a a bar with some bar top poker machines. Okay. And then behind that was a lounge where you could just go in, sit down at a table, and they had free entertainment up on the stage. And when you were walking by the casino and you heard the entertainers up there just rocking out and having a great time, sometimes people would get up and dance, but it was like the lounge kind of atmosphere. And I loved that. Mm -hmm. I'm so mad that I don't remember the name of the lounge right now, but... it overlooked the fountains mm-hmm. it was beautiful and it was so much fun
0: yeah I mean I think some of those things that you just would bump into right or just run into I mean it it was fun I mean listen I just uh putting it out there I want to keep some of the other things coming back too but I think you're right we just have such world-class stuff happening here in Las Vegas it is vibrant it's exciting. Um, we're going to constantly keep <laughs> seeing construction, unfortunately, for those of us that live here. I feel like every turn we make, there's construction. But we're building and we're building. Hey, let's – we haven't even touched on the sphere. I mean, the sphere is really oh coming gosh. along behind the Venetian, right? It, that it's
1: sh- almost – t- the outside is almost entirely, like, closed in. The structure is – you can't even see
0: it anymore. And then when the fountain Blue's complete – I mean, there's stuff happening that the, over the next five years is – going to be incredible here in las vegas we're excited about all of it we've had a wonderful year with everyone and in 2021 we appreciate you listening to the podcast our numbers have grown so much we are are constantly in the charts and you know it's not always about the charts but it, it does make us happy to go hey people from all over the world are listening to us they find our information valuable we put a lot of time into this so we we appreciate you listening
1: And again, we are taking a couple weeks off as uh, we finish out... Uh, 2021, but we'll be back uh, the first week of 2022 with an all-new episode for you.
0: That's right. And, you know, we never go off social media, so if you're not following us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, make sure to go there, and we are everywhere all the time. Whenever we get new Vegas stuff in, we put it up there. Also, we talked so much about the Super Bowl, we are going to put up a video because we were there of some of the interviews and what it looked like inside Allegiant Stadium when they made the big announcement So if you want to go check out that video, go there. We also put our video of our interview with Nick Carter on our YouTube as well and our Instagram. So please check out all those. And if you ever have questions, just tweet us, Instagram us, ask us questions. We're up for it.
1: And a big thank you to our sponsor, Targeted Tax Relief. Remember, tax time is just around the corner, but if you have that that nagging weight on your shoulders of uh, owing money to the IRS, Targeted Tax Relief can help. You can find them at TargetedTaxRelief.com or give a call for a free consultation to see how they can help you. The number is 888-843-4113. Targeted tax relief can give you the relief you need.
0: Yeah, Welcome in 2022 with relief, right? <laughs> uh,
1: start out financially uh, fresh.
0: Oh my goodness. Tons of New Year's Eve events happening like Sean mentioned at the top of the podcast, so we'll put up a special report for that with a full rundown. There's so much going on in Las Vegas Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all that good stuff. Sean, I love my popcorn device that you gave me for the microwave, by the way. You pour the kernels in, it pops. He knows I love my popcorn. So your gifts are under your tree.
1: They are. I'll open them on Christmas morning and give you a call. (laughs)
0: Okay, can't wait. Listen, everyone, have a great couple of weeks. We'll see you back. Uh, oh, oh, is this the where we do the cheesy line of see you next year?
1: See you next year.